Welcome, welcome back to the 40-yard line. Mm. I'm your host, Evan Veith. Sat mm. to my left, not mm. always the case, mm. uh, is Jacob Campos. We, uh, we took a little week break. It was final season. I was out of town. But um, a lot happened in that past week. We yeah. have hockey playoffs going on, NBA playoffs going on. And what we'll take most of the time in this episode to talk about is the NFL draft. Because one of the more interesting ones we've had in a while, and, and definitely one that both of our teams were happy about, huge Texas huge finally had players Saints. drafted, oh, yeah. four Texas players. Um, JC, any quick thoughts before we jump right in? No thoughts. No thoughts. No thoughts. Everything. Nothing. Yeah. Well, we'll start with. Oh, Evan works at Hoel Bros now. I do. I have a new job. Evan works I can at actually Bros. make money now. Yeah, Thank baby. You, um, <laughs> I'm going to this after we record. Um, first overall pick, Bryce Young. That was expected at this point. It, it seems like the rumors had completely gone away, and, and it was just pretty sure it was going to be him since the past month. Mm-hmm. Um, the pick I would have taken personally. Happy for him. Good. Good landing spot. First overall. Not much else to say, I think. I think, I mean, no. I mean, he was always a shoo to be the number one pick. I think that was expected going into the actual college football season. And obviously, he just surpassed all expectations as a player. Mm-hmm. I think the crazy thing about Bryce Young, though, is he never won a championship nope. at Bama, which is absolutely wild. Because he's probably been, I mean, they've had a lot of good quarterbacks. He's probably been their best quarter, best definitely. quarterback of the decade. Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Definitely but, been their best prospect in a while. I mean, I'm su- I just, I hope he ends up in a good choice in in. Carolina. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it will work out for him. I'm. I'm more confident. And I. I mean, the Matt Rule era is done in Carolina, which is great for those fans. And they. They got a new franchise quarterback to work around. Yep. Uh, it's looking up a little bit. The offense still needs some weapons, but we'll see. Yeah. Second overall pick, which didn't seem like a shoe in on draft night. A lot of people thought C.J. Stroud was going to fall because of his IQ test or whatever that test was that he failed miserably on. Um, that he did go number two overall. That was kind of the big pick from the start of the draft was the Texans getting him. And then Texans at number three traded up again. So they picked twice in the row, twice in the top three. Traded the 12th pick, 33rd pick, a 2024 first-round pick, mm. and their third-round pick in 2024 to select Will Anderson. Traded up with the Cardinals. They got a top two quarterback in the draft and the best defensive player in the draft. Gave up a lot, but, I mean, that's two cornerstone pieces to build around in their new era. Oh, absolutely. And, like... I'm so sorry. I'm blinking on his name right now. Their new head coach. Oh, D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans, you know he's happy. Because yes. you know he wanted his, his guy, Will Anderson. I, I love it. I absolutely love this Texans pick. I love what they did. Because they honestly just bet on themselves. Mm-hmm. And they are they gave away a lot. A lot. So if this doesn't pay off, mm, you're a little scared there. Well, but, and we'll, we'll touch on it in a second when we talk about the Cardinals. But they now have the projected first and second overall picks next year. Wow. Which, if that happens, that would be crazy. I'm guessing the Texans, like you said, are betting that Stroud can win them some games. They can take some games off some off a weak division they play in. Yep. But if that's a top five pick, then the Cardinals are going to be very happy with what happens. And that could be we'll, – we'll talk about it later. But that could be some interesting, interesting things happening. Fourth overall, Anthony Richardson to the Colts. I wouldn't say a surprise, but the Colts had a lot of talk about Will Levis, and Richardson is, you know, a, a big question mark of a player, but also one of the highest ceiling players in the draft. Yeah, I mean, but also like, it's Indianapolis. Who do they actually have, you know? Jonathan like, Taylor, and that's yeah. No, yeah, pretty but good. I mean, they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. You don't oh, have I a quarterback. You, you yes, have yeah, yeah. you have to take. I had to take chance. someone. Yeah. And I, I mean, if Richardson and his ceiling is as high as it's supposed to be, it's gonna be good. I mean, I'm suppose, excited. You know, he in theory, if, if he works out the kinks of this game, which there's quite a few, you can think that he might even be better than Bryce Young ends up being. But this it is, is definitely uh, it is why they're taking a project player at fourth at overall. Four. But yeah. it's because it's a quarterback. You know, you have to you have to take those risks. And I mean, it's definitely fun that we're seeing the Texans and the Colts both really making their 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 quarterback selections for the future. Mm-hmm. That conference now has, or the division now has, them, Trevor Lawrence, and we'll talk about later. Later, later, wait, wait, wait. Will Levis actually ended up on the Titans, so three new quarterbacks drafted into that division, which will be a lot of fun to see. That is year. really interesting. Um, next up, Devin Witherspoon, the Seahawks. Probably the first surprise pick, I'd say. Definitely, I think. Um, I, I don't dislike it. I think he's a real, he's he's a real aggressive player, and I think the Seahawks, though they had some good cornerback play. They definitely needed one more player in that secondary, and this turns their secondary into an elite team. They're trying to get that Legion of Boom 2.0 uh, with him and Tariq Woolen, who was probably the biggest steal of the draft last year. I like him. He, he was a good player in, at Illinois, and I feel like you can't get mad at it. They didn't really address their need uh, in, the, uh, in the trenches, but this is a team that you just can't pass on anymore, and yeah. that's going to be really good for them. And they're a team that also wants to maybe win their division next year, at least compete with the 49ers, and 
this is one of the better win now moves he can make because he is very NFL ready. Definitely. No, I, you hit everything. Yeah, I was like you said though. I was surprised. I didn't expect him to be the first cornerback to get off the board. Yeah, and we'll talk about it in a second who we yeah. thought it would be. But we're gonna go through the top ten. Paris Johnson of the Cardinals, awesome six pick. overall, awesome great pick. pick. And I think what I was trying to go with here is that this definitely feels like a transitioning to a new era of the Cardinals. Kingsbury's out. Kyler Murray's injured. Kyler Murray may not be their quarterback next year, I don't depending so. on what. Because I do think they're going to try to tank. This is definitely a tank move, getting offensive linemen this early when there's some other big impact players on the board. And maybe they'll have two top five picks next year. Maybe they're the team that gets Caleb Williams or Drake May or any one of those kind of big quarterback or, or wide receiver names like Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see the Cardinals this season and if they really just commit to losing pretty much. But they, I mean, trade, they traded up with the Lions and didn't give up too much. Just an early second, and I think it was a fifth rounder. The thing is, you're not going to get Kyler back for a while. Like, mm-hmm. He's probably not returning until week five or week six of the season. Yeah, maybe so even later. If you can, you might as well. Yeah, and, and you're, you're losing those game. games to Colt McCoy at quarterback. They, they yeah. didn't try at all to get anyone new. So. No, they've made no effort. They're ready. And the thing is, I mean, they're trying to get rid of D-Hop right now. Yep. The franchise is in limbo. Mm-hmm, and definitely. I like that they're kind of embracing this rebuild. I like the GM that they're brought in. I forgot his name. <laughs> but I like that they have a new GM and a new head coach. It just it seems like nobody wants to be with the Cardinals right now, though. That's, yeah. that's my only thing. That's is that fair. It just seems like people just don't want to be with that team or in that franchise anymore. But at the very least, it looks like they have the franchise left tackle. Johnson's a bully. You do have there. a franchise left tackle. He was great at Ohio State. You're so. also probably losing Buda Baker as well. Yeah, that's so. going to be unfortunate. They definitely seem like the team that's going to take the biggest like two-year drop-off from a team that looked like they had some problems with Kyler at quarterback. James Conner pretty good at running back. DeAndre Hopkins, too. This might be the worst team in the league. I think it will be. Yeah. I, I, th- I think the Cardinals me. will be the worst team in the league next year, no doubt. That would not surprise me at all. All right, next up, another team that could potentially be pretty bad next year, mm-hmm. depending on their quarterback play, which I know you're not excited about. <laughs> yeah. But we got Tyrese Wilson going to the Las Vegas Raiders at seven. Probably the least flashy pick in the top ten, maybe apart from the Bears pick. but That's he's an awesome pick. Just a good player. And, you know, one of, one of the highest pressure guys, really fast, but he's, like, huge. He's, yeah, 6'6", 270, JC yep. hasn't pulled it up. Mm-hmm. But he's a fast rusher and one of the best pass rushers, apart from Will Anderson, in the country last year. Vegas really needed that guy alongside uh, Max Crosby because Cleveland Furl from three years ago, oh, big bust, biggest bust, did not one of the biggest out. bust ever. So dude. such a bad pick. Uh, it was already kind of a weird pick at the time, and it really didn't work out. But this does give them an actual. This gives them finally a position group that's good, which they haven't really had apart from like running back. They don't have a really good position group. I agree. So yeah. this gives them some good edge rushing and. We'll see what Jimmy G does. I mean, they've, they've got a decent wide receiver room. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That's they've a good got a decent one. wide yeah, receiver. Devontae and Hunter Renfro, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Las Vegas. Yeah, it's the Raiders. I mean, you're for the next ten years, you're you know, Como City say screwed because you got Patrick Mahomes in your division. Yeah, and Justin I, Herbert. I think the Broncos are going to be good next year too with Sean Payton. I think Sean's going to figure out how to use Russell Wilson in ways that he didn't get used, and not like not like he didn't get used in Seattle. Like Pete Carroll was a genius with him. I think, like, Sean Payton can get back to that. Yeah, that's fair. And I think it's the Broncos are putting themselves in a good position. So, I mean, the Raiders, you're just trying to stay competitive in your division. Can, you're you're just trying to be maybe one of three teams that can go to the playoffs next year. Yeah, that's valid. So. And speaking of the Broncos, drafted the first white cornerback in ages in the NFL. Awesome. Ry- was it Riley Moss? Awesome. Yes, Riley Moss from Iowa. Love to see it. Newest Troy Apke. Going to be a big fan of his game. But... <laughs> Bijan Robinson to the Falcons is definitely one of the biggest storylines so mm. far, and obviously as a Texas-based podcast, mm. we love this pick. Maybe yeah. you didn't. Yeah, no, whatever. Yeah, we, we love that he went this high. JC's not a fan that he's on his least or least favorite team. It's up there. Yeah, yeah it's up bottom there. three team. It would be for me like if you went to the Bengals or the Ravens, exactly. Like that I'm hurting. But um, at least it wasn't the Cowboys or the Eagles, in my opinion. Uh, I would have loved if you. Had I know you would have liked the Eagles, but um, I mean it's a great landing spot for him. This is. Really, a place that that's going to launch his career because they run the ball so much. Arthur Smith loves running the ball, and the offensive line is actually not bad in the run blocking game, and they've done a lot to make it better recently. So I agree. This is just you know, obviously Desmond Ritter is a huge question mark at quarterback, but this team is going to give him the ball, and he is going to feast this year. I agree. I just it's going to be very interesting because for the first time in his life, it's not going to be like because I mean even at Texas as he was like splitting reps, but that kind of trend's continuing here. I mean, I don't think he's going to be taking you know. 20 touches a game. I, I think, think he could. I think he'll be getting like 15 touches a game. Tyler Algiers. Yeah, some I think Algiers an insane runner out of himself. He had a 1,000-yard mm-hmm. season. So I think it'll be really interesting because it's a little just little just pop and run. 
and it's gonna be kind of cool because they're just gonna be using two running backs. But yeah, I mean, I mean similar to what Texas did with with Roshan. Atlanta. I mean, I think. What do you think Bijan goes for next year? Like, I'm like, I'm just wondering, like, because I could see like he gonna... 1,400 yards. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I could see him putting up. A, I mean, this is as good of a chance as he can get first year to just put up yardage. It is a great offense for him to be in. Yeah, especially this is where you especially be with out. an unknown quarterback. Mm-hmm. It is a great option, but my only concern is him not getting the touches that he's worth. Yeah, hopefully he does. I mean, that that would be the biggest downfall is if yeah. he went. I mean, that's that's why I didn't love the Eagles' idea because the Eagles just run the ball a lot, but they give it to four different people, including yeah. Jalen Hurts. So. Well, it's different now because now they got DeAndre Swift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the Eagles no, are not running with DeAndre and Jalen. And we'll talk about DeAndre Swift's former team in a little bit. First, we're going to go through the top ten. Jalen Carter to the Eagles. Definitely, if you had said six months ago he would go ninth for the Eagles, people would have thought it would, you're crazy for saying he dropped that far. But some attitude issues, some just some in general off-the-field stuff made him fall. But the Eagles taking more Georgia players as they do. Um, pretty stellar pick if it works out, pretty much. Back with his college teammates, guys he wanted yeah. an Addy with, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's him, work him out. and Jordan Davis, still question marks on that D-line, but it could be one of the highest ceiling ones in the league. you gotta, you got to be looking for that if you're an Eagles fan. Where did Jalen Carter? Where did Nolan Smith go? Nolan Smith went 31 to the Eagles. That's right. So okay, yeah, I just he, want to make sure. Also, uh, or maybe it was 30, but he, he was also, you know, that's now a, that defense is just all Eagles players. So All Bulldog players. Yeah, or all sorry, excuse players. me, yeah, no, all, all Bulldogs. No, you're good, yeah. Crazy that, what's, what's going on there, but uh, you, you got to give it to Howie Roseman. I mean, he just, it feels like every draft pick, I'm like, wow, that's exactly who I would have wanted to have on my team there. So That's why you're going to be a GM. Thank you just you. get it. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm still mad about the Bichon pick, though. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're I'm, still a little salty. I'm really happy for the guy, but man, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next up. Darnell Wright to the Bears. Probably the most boring pick of the top ten. I mean, yeah, it was pretty lame. A right tackle at ten overall. Not as flashy as Paris Johnson because there wasn't really a trade-up. Just seems like a solid player. I don't have much to say. He he, he blocked really well in a team that played against a lot of good teams. So, I mean, can't, can't get mad at the pick. I mean, the Bears the Bears are playing for Justin Fields at this point. He's going to need it playing against Detroit twice a year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, Hutchinson out there. I think it's going to be a great idea. Yeah. I think it's going to work out, but... Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that division has some good edge-rushing teams. No, so yeah. they, yes. they, 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 uh, Glad I had a good point today. No, what do you mean? No, no, I'm glad I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Chicago, that's a great pick, though. I mean, Chicago, honestly, people aren't talking about it. They did so well this draft. Yes, I like that Especially with trading down. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And speaking, I think this was the surprise pick of the first round. This was definitely the surprise pick of the first round. We're, we're going to skip past Pete Skaronsky at 11. Who cares? Number 12, the Lions, who had moved down, <laughs> got their guy, apparently, Jameer Gibbs at 12th overall, who we were th- wondering if he'd go in the first round. I Appar- was thinking he wasn't. Apparently, teams were pretty confident he'd go 20 to 30, but still, 12 is just wild. And for a team that doesn't need a running back, I'm not a big DeAndre Swift fan, but he's not bad. Obviously, and they had they brought in David Montgomery. They paid him a decent bit of money, and they're bringing Jameer Gibbs. I mean, you gotta hope now that Jameer Gibbs just does a ton for this team, or else that pick will look like such a failure. It's, I mean, the pick's already like a C <laughs> yeah. at best because you know I'm not no disrespect to Jameer Gibbs. You know, like I'm sorry I wasn't familiar with your game, <laughs> but Gibbs is an outstanding runner, but he is no Bijan Robinson. No, he does not deserve to be four spots after Bijan. He's a great pass catcher, but yes, you're exactly right. There is no world. I mean, because I understand that we're doing, you know, running backs aren't valuable anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I get that. And if everyone's saying that, why are the Lions doing the exact opposite of what everyone's saying to do? Yeah, it's it I makes mean, no sense. They, they got something that they're cooking up over there, but it, it was odd when I think we can skip right to this right now. The biggest thing you were th- you probably thinking about as a Lions fan is we just traded Jeff Okuda, yep. who had been our failed franchise cornerback, who to he actually went to the, to the yeah, Falcons. Yeah, to the yeah. Falcons, yeah. Take Christian Gonzalez, who f- was already falling from the board, a guy who was pretty consensusly going in the top 10, or at least a lot of people saw him as a top 10 talent right with Weatherspoon, and falls out of it and all the way to 17 to the Pats, which, I mean, Pats fans have to be ecstatic about that. that he might be a defensive rookie of the year front runner just from that because they're so good at developing cornerbacks there and yeah. they, they let their cornerbacks play just press man yep. and that's what he excels at yep I mean you got your man Bill Belichick who's known for defense yep compared with, all, with also the, one of the best defensive coaches in Matt Patricia mm-hmm. it's a good time to be a Pats fan there a lot of questions about their offense but that defense especially the next two years is going to be something that's something to look out top for. 10 defense for sure yeah. already but I mean they got to figure out their offense first. They definitely do. I mean, yeah. I, I'm very uh, critical about uh, Mr. Uh, Mac Jones, but, uh, you know, they spent four their, their first four picks all on defense, and they got some I mean, they got some guys. Did I mean, they really? Ke- or I think it was the first three, sorry. Um, got Keon White as well, who, not that big of a name, but kind of a, kind of a project guy from Georgia Tech. But 
they're definitely investing into that, but we'll just have to see. They're probably just saying, you know what, Bills and Dolphins have the offense in our division. Jets also just got Aaron Rodgers. Let's be the defense team and hope that works. I just can't understand how Gonzalez fell that far. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it it, from what we've heard, it's nothing really, nothing off the field, nothing about him being bad. I think teams just didn't really want him. I think teams just panicked once Jameer Gibbs was drafted. Yeah. I think people Those were picks like, oh. after were just so interesting. You got yeah. Van Ness from to, to the Packers. They don't invest in offense, get another edge rusher. Yeah. I was very happy that the Steelers got Broderick Jones. We, we probably did have to trade up. I don't know if you heard about this, but the Patriots apparently traded down with us to screw over the Jets. Apparently the Jets were extremely high on Broderick Jones, and the Patriots did not want them to get him. So they traded with us, so that they and they still got the guy they wanted, and we got the guy we wanted. That's awesome. And then it forced the Jets to take an older, older edge rusher, who I think Will McDonald can be good, but... It was definitely an interesting pick that Roderick Jones would have made more sense. Wait, that's awesome. Yeah. That's Bill so Bill Belichick cool. just wanted to mess up with the Jets, which is just so funny. Let's go, Bill. Way to work with the Steelers. Um, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. The Commanders also took a cornerback before a 5'9 cornerback from Mississippi State, Emmanuel Forbes, which that was a bit of a head scratch with Gonzalez on the board. Yep. But um, or not 5'9. That wasn't him. It's the, He's the 170-pounder. My bad. Uh, or 166, actually. So... That was an interesting pick from the Commanders. I know my friends back home weren't the biggest fan of it. But. I, see, we had this argument the other day because you made the argument. I forgot who. I want to. It was somebody like Devontae Smith. It wasn't Devontae Smith. We had this argument that you were like um, saying that like these cornerbacks are going to be too skinny. Yeah. I mean, these these wide receivers coming out of college are skinnier. Every year. They are skinny. Yeah. I mean, look Jordan at Xavier Addison. Worthy coming out. Next Xavier year. Worthy. Yeah, Jordan Addison. Boy. I think that's who we were talking about. Yeah, I do about. think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I don't really think that. I don't really think being skinny is going to matter anymore in terms of cornerback position. Yeah, I mean, if, if he can tackle, that's a big thing. Yeah. So we'll see. And then uh, let's jump to the tw- early 20s because we saw four straight wide receivers taken. Seahawks get JSN. Oh, this was sick. 21 of the Chargers get Quentin Johnston. Zay Flowers to the Ravens at 23, 22. Jordan Addison at 23. Four wide receiver, four teams that wanted a wide receiver in quick succession all got them. JSN, first one off the board. Not surprising to me. He probably was the most talented. I think teams are kind of waiting for him to go off the board, and then we're like, you know what, we need to take these wide receivers. Yep. But he uh, he joins an already pretty good room with Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but they desperately needed a third guy. He's going to be good there. I don't think he'll have very early first-year impact, but within the next two years with Lockett getting older and DK, as much as I think DK is a good player, people overrate him like crazy. I so, agree. DK can do one thing that's run for, run far. Yeah. 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 He's fast boy. Fast yeah. big. But yeah. JSM will be a great route runner for that team, and he'll slot in great. Um, thoughts on the other three wide receivers, though? I think that all works out. Mm-hmm. I think that, I, I mean, I think Baltimore, their concern wasn't even the drafting. Where they, oh, we got Lamar. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's build up around him. Get him so some help. I think they're doing the exact right thing because Baltimore, if you want to talk about teams that don't have wide receiver rooms, yep. Baltimore's been that team for the and last five Zay years. Zay Flowers has got to be ecstatic because even though it's a team that runs the ball a lot, that's a very easy pass to the number one wide receiver. It's yep. OBJ, who's washed, Rashad Bateman, who's never healthy and yep. hasn't really, sh- he's shown flashes, but never really. Been a solid player. Do you know when Rashad Bateman was drafted? Twenty twenty, like early, early second round, maybe okay. late first. I'm just gonna look it up. Um, something like that. He he was in the. I want to say he was in the uh, Devonta Smith draft, but um, just he's still young, obviously. But you gotta be happy for Flowers. Johnston gets a very good landing spot playing behind uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, yep. who are two guys that can help him get better at the route running and can help him get better at securing these catches, but. The one thing you got to give Johnson is he is like an every single yard after catch metric first of all these drafted wide receivers, and that'll be nice for a team that likes to dump it off to Eckler. He'll have space as well when Eckler's getting covered yep. to just catch the ball and run, which he did great against Michigan, unfortunately. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Tough. Tough. Two picks later, Dalton Kincaid goes to the Bills. They don't get a wide receiver, but they do invest in the pass catcher, which I think was really important for Josh Allen. They're going to run a lot of two tight end. Apparently, they were the lowest team in two tight end sets last year. <laughs> they might be one of the highest now with this pick. Kincaid, crazy good pass catcher. Doesn't have many stats to back it up, but when he plays, has been really good for Utah. So, what I like the pick. 16 catches? Something like that. I think it was, something really, but really it, it was small. 16 and 16, though. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah exactly. it, He was 100% catch conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, that's so, pretty crazy. Um, Mayer. Falls to 35. Yeah. Third, third tight end off the board, which I don't think many people expected. Mm-mm. Crazy for him. <laughs> Big tight end draft. Yeah. <laughs> Big tight end draft. I didn't actually even think this tight end class was like, I didn't pay any attention. I'm not going to pretend like I did. I didn't, pay <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to this tight end class. Well, I knew Kincaid and Mayer were going to be like first round level players, but man, I mean, Sam Laporta jumped up that board. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Darnell Washington went to the Steelers. Um, that was a sick pick. I think that's it for the first round, but I, definitely the biggest pick coming into the second round. Uh, Second pick in the second round, Will Levis gets traded up for, for by the Titans. 
They are already done with Malik Willis after one year. Uh, Tannehill's still going to be their starter. We might see Levis play next year. We might not. He's he fell a lot, and yeah. he was. I felt bad for him because they just kept showing him on the broadcast. I did, and it was awesome. And I just was like, man, this guy must be feeling awful. He must be so upset. He, he was the only guy in that green room. Who got, him and Joey Porter Jr., who I guess they were both the top two picks, didn't get taken. And I was like, man, I feel bad for you, Will Levis. I'm so sorry. But Joey Porter Jr. was happy though. Yeah, he got no got to pay to him. Got, got to the Steelers, <laughs> his dad's team. So I was happy about that as well. Um, yeah, that what was. Do you think about Levis to the Titans. I mean, it sounds like their coach isn't happy about it. Because <laughs> the second he was drafted in the press conference, he said, uh, Ryan's, our, Ryan's our starter, Malik's our backup, Will's our third string. That's not a love for you trading up to get a player. Yeah. A player that was, at one point, some people thought could go as high as number five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Maybe, there's a lot of question marks about Levis. You, I mean, I think we've been very vocal on this podcast that we're not fans of his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I mean, it's just at this point, it's so – it's already – he's working so far behind. And you're all honestly winding up in a not-great situation. Well, what, what I think people forget to notice is that this is one of the – it's the worst receiving core in the league. Traylon yep. Burks, second-year player, should have a bit of a breakout season because he's got no competition. Arkansas after King. that, it's – yeah. After that, it's like Nick Westbrook-Akeen, Kyle Phillips. Like, these are UDFA guys. And Chigo Conquo, who was good last year in a little bit of playing time. But there's no one for him to throw the ball and to. And a washed so. Robert Woods. Yeah, is he even on their team anymore? He might have been cut. Yeah, like, he, I'll check. Just, yeah, he might have been cut. Like, they're just not giving him help. I, I feel like the Titans are an underrated dumpster fire right now. I agree. Um, I don't. Well, I don't think Derrick Henry's gonna be there much longer. For no, me, quite no, honest. I agree with that. Oh yeah, he's not playing for the Texans, Cookses. So, dang, um, that's what we we were caught up on that. Dang. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we'll fast forward a few picks later. Um, to DeMarvin Overshone, because we're going to start talking about some Texas players. Gross. To the Cowboys. I hate it. Ew, but it was a team he rooted for growing up, so it is kind of cool. Oh, you got to be. You um, so happy for a, the guy. Apparently, um, Jerry Jones' grandson was uh, the one who convinced Jerry Jones he wanted to get Overshone on the Cowboys. But Cowboys fans got to be sad because they needed some linebacker help, and that's really good depth right there. That's a day one starter if you need him to be. Um, and that. If you need, they're they're, you, they're that depth chart. It's not looking good at linebacker. I'm not gonna lie. We did have this. Uh, I did. Yeah, we did have this talk like with L, Long. It's yeah. like LVE and then uh, everybody else. So yeah, but Overshone should not. If he wants to succeed, he should not be starting day one. Probably he'll at least rotate very early on. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. Which that'll be good for him. I mean, you got. I mean, I, I know it's whatever. It sucks as the Cowboys, but God, that's so cool for him. Mm-hmm. Getting drafted to his childhood team. Yeah. Getting to play yeah, at his yeah. childhood school. Staying, staying in Texas state, whole life. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Good for him. You know Texas fans were ecstatic because every Texas fan is a Cowboy fan and vice versa. <laughs> so they were probably all losing it. Mm-hmm. So Twitter was going crazy for him. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, Jake Moody, nine picks later, kicker off the board in the third round. Not only that, love it. that was the 49ers' first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. 49ers took a kicker first. That was their first. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. They, they did trade up to get Jai Year Brown. Oh, wait, yeah. But it was in the first – it was 12 picks before, so – they went Jake Moody ahead of some names like like Keely Ringo, who I was we're gonna talk about in a second. I mean Jake Moody, they took him a bunch of ahead of a bunch of names that you might know, but Money Moody, Michigan boy, was insane for Michigan last year. One of the clutchest kickers I've seen. Okay. Gotta love him. All Not right. sure if he's worth a third round pick, but gotta be happy for the boy. Love you, Jake Moody. I mean, I what more can you say? The highest guy, highest drafted kicker since the guy from uh, Florida State. The Robert Aguayo. Uh, yeah, Aguayo. Robert yeah. Aguayo, that, who was cut after one season. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Uh, but, I mean, I read the article on ESPN. That was really interesting that his agent was also Gold's agent, Robbie Gold. Who, oh, who, I didn't know that. So, apparently, Gold, Gold had been mentoring him for the had last few months about the combine. Cool. And had been, like, giving him advice. And, apparently, they had dinner at the NFL Draft That's Combine. Sick. And he texted him, like, the second he was drafted. So That's so cool. I mean, that 49ers pipeline now with that agent. <laughs> Robbie, Seriously. If he got a Robbie Gold endorsement, he's good in my book. So... <laughs> I'm already counting on the guy to be incredible. He's going to be the GOAT. He's going to be the best kicker of all time. Yeah, probably. Take that, Justin Tucker. Um, Let's go. Yeah, like I said, Keely Ringo dropped to the fourth round. A guy who, last year, people were saying would be a top 15 pick after having the solidifying pick six for Georgia to win a national championship. Fell a lot. I think there's some concerns about just his like like awareness because I've heard a lot of people just say he does not know what he's doing out there sometimes. Eagles get another Georgia player, though. Uh, if there's a team that could make him play Christ. good, it would be that. And they, they definitely got three guys who could bust or could turn that defense right back into a powerhouse. So uh, I'm scared for I mean, the Eagles did. The Eagles had an impressive draft. Yes, they did. They like Howie Rose was answered just looking every say. question. Yeah. 
Yeah. Seriously. And like you said, address running back, DeAndre Sifts there now. He's going to get a lot of mixed carries. It's him, Rashad Petty, Kenneth Gainwell, which as running back by committees go, you can't get much better than that. It is. I also see Gainwell is getting about to lose a lot of touches. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, but I, I think Eagles fans love him is what I've heard. They, really? They're big Kenny Gainwell people. I mean, he's been around there a minute now. Mm, and he's, yes. he's totally embraced the city. Uh, Philly, or expect to see them back in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, if I think, the, I think the, they're the only favorites. If these players pan out, I expect to see them playing again next year. Yeah, so that'll, that'll be interesting. Fair. But uh, who we got up next? Ah. We have a few that we've we've marked down. We do have one. a few. Um, let's talk Stetson. Stetson. Yeah, yeah. let's do the Stetson one. I like this one. This one somehow is hilarious. Somehow picked in the fourth round. Stetson I, Bennett should not have been drafted. I don't get it at all. I mean, he's not an NFL type quarterback, and he had a lot of off the field concerns. Uh, seems like kind of a goober, and he's like 26 years old 26, or whatever. Yeah, 25. Uh, yep. Just interesting pick by the by them. It was the Rams who took him. I guess you know I Matt think, Stafford can mentor him. The Rams are also a dumpster buyer. Yeah, they're really. I mean, they got their Super Bowl, so you know you you trade a Super Bowl for 10 years of pain. Yeah, but, but I mean, how much longer has Stafford really got? Because last year was a rough year. Well, for people him. are thinking he might retire this offseason, so. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see what goes on with that. Sean McVay's got some stuff to figure out. Man. Yeah, seriously. And it, there was also rumors that McVay was thinking about walking away too at one point. That's right. Yeah. But yes, I mean, there were rumors that McVay there was some concerns. So there's just yeah, there's I I don't know. The Rams are a dumpster fire. Yep. They're going to be the bottom team in the NFC West next year. So speaking of some older quarterbacks, jump a little forward in the draft. Hey, Hedden Hooker to the Lions. I love uh, it. <laughs> I love you. Convince me. Yeah, they're taking. I mean, they took a shot on a guy who. Has some injury concerns, but apparently could be healthy as early as you know the first week. They're saying he and could be ready to go, like get under. He's obviously not going to start right away. Jared Goff mm-hmm. still is the better quarterback, but it's worth a flyer if you can get him at sixty-eight. They just had an odd draft in general. Uh, just some interesting positional valuation, like taking an off-ball linebacker in the first round alongside a running back. It's just interesting, I guess, is the way to put it. But it's definitely one where if it works out, people will call them geniuses for being so against the curve but ahead of it. Yeah, but. I'm rooting for him to become an NFL starter. I really would oh, like him. Oh, too. I am too. I love Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I, I wanted New Orleans to actually get him in the fourth. Mm-hmm. I was a little upset they didn't. Yeah, like, we waited. Him. We waited to like the sixth round to take a quarterback. But I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I think Hooker's on. Put himself in a good spot, mm-hmm. and yes. I think he can I, succeed there. However, I don't know if he will because I actually have a lot of high hope. High hope in Jared Goff. Yeah. So he might have to succeed somewhere else mm-hmm. because this is a contract year for Jared Goff. And this may be kind of like a Jordan Love thing where Two, he, three just kinda, behind, he just kind of yeah. plays behind and then it's he'll get his chance. Let's see what happens. But I am, I am scared that the Lions might never take that extra step with Goff, even though I do think Goff is a good quarterback. But that's why I do think the hooker pick might be a good idea because it's, you know, it's, it's insurance just in case they, they need to pivot quickly. Yeah, but regardless – I think we have two left. Two, and we can we can go through these. Darnell Washington to the Steelers. I was a big fan of this pick. A lot of people were. 93rd overall. He had some concerns with his health, but you'll take that any time for a guy who is basically a sixth offensive lineman. Just yeah. the best blocking tight end we've seen in a bit. And I mean, the guy's combine videos are insane. Yeah, actually. His pro workouts. Uh, but what I'm, what I'm going to say about this is if Najee Harris doesn't succeed this year, he's never going to succeed. Because really? he now has – he they got their left tackle. The O-line's completely rebuilt. We have five solid starters there. And now we have Fryermuth and Darnell Washington blocking for him. I mean, it's if he doesn't, if he's not a good running back this year, I'm gonna be really upset with him. I mean, what's the ceiling for the Steelers this year? Oh, this is a team that I think you could, I think you could be confident to say they can make the playoffs and win a round. But that's the ceiling. I, okay. I cool. think I think winning a round isn't that crazy. So our teams are in the exact same spot right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd rather be a Steelers fan now. I would too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because think about because I mean, New Orleans now has to play against Bryce Young and Bijan Robinson twice a year. Yeah, I'm not loving it. You're not gonna be happy. But about we that. get Baker twice a year. Yeah, you so get Baker. I'm, still Desmond Ritter. I get Baker twice a year, so I'm alright. But yeah, I mean, the Steelers also in turn the teams that won this draft. Oh yes, Steel, I mean, they're, Steelers they're, they got an A plus from everyone around, and I was just very happy. It really is our ceiling is as high as Kenny Pickett, and we're we're giving a good chance in a second year to to play. And he's got he's got weapons. He's got a young team around him. I'm excited. I like that they embraced him last year when things were just going terribly. Yeah, like, you know he, what? he let's worked just, through it. Let's just do it. Let's just, let's just go through he it. He really struggled at the start, but turned it around at the end. And I, he genuinely, like, I know his stats were great. From what you see in the games, he looked much more poised than he did at the start of the year. Y'all won a good amount in the last part of the season, now. I mean, we almost had the playoffs. Yeah, didn't I mean, y'all we win, like, seven in the last eight or something like that? Some, some good stat like that. It was, it was fun. The last part of the year was fun. Mm. Well, here's a fun one. 
Kayshawn Booty. Yep. Fell all the way to the sixth round. Yep. Crazy. Yep. And, and going and going to a terrible spot. <laughs> yeah, going to the Patriots. Going in New England. To be yeah. fair, there's never like a good number one on the Patriots, so there is a pipeline to be the first receiver, but yeah. it's the Patriots. I so, just I can't believe Booty fell. So I mean, this is a guy who last year you would have said you know could have been a top 32 pick, could have been a first rounder, and within that Quentin Johnson tier. Honestly, if he just sat out the whole year, he might have gotten at least a top three rounds. But his stock really just tanked, and there's some there's some motivation issues on him. So yeah. That, I mean, that one was definitely the biggest laugh of the draft. Like, man, that really, that's, that's crazy. It's just weird because of all the, like, his situation. Like, LSU never said anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there was really never, I don't know. Just some random stuff happening with that guy. There's a lot of answers about Booty we don't have. Yeah. But, I mean, these NFL investigators are better than the FBI. <laughs> yeah. They're going to find something about him, and that's probably why he fell so far. Yep. So. That's, that's fine. And then, rounding it out, three more Texas players got drafted. This, I'll go, I'll this go one's quickly. huge. This one's huge. Roshan of the Bears, 115. Coburn to the Chiefs at 194. Ojomo to the, to the Eagles at 294. Mm. Thoughts mm. on those three, JC? Dude, I love the Roshan situation. Yeah, so I think good. I think this is a great spot for him, and he's going to be the starter day one. Oh, you think he's going to be the starter day one? I think he's a starter day wow, one okay. in Chicago. I think it's going to work out. This team just needs to fix their hecking turf <laughs> so he does not get any injury. Yeah, please. Yeah, Soldier Field needs to fix that ASAP. But, I mean, him and Fields, like, Probably two of the best-looking guys that you're going to have under center now. Yeah. Just a couple of handsome doubles. Like. Yeah, just some good-looking dudes playing some football, you know. No, this is huge for him. I, I mean, completely agree. The yeah. only thing I'm worried about is the guy's never played in cold weather, so that will be interesting. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be not Khalil Herbert, but, I mean, and Deonta Foreman, other, another Texas ex. But yeah. I, I think he could definitely become their starter for sure. I think he could. Um, Coburn, Co- Casey. I mean, he's just gonna be there. To Rotational hide. guy. Rotational guy. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's you good. know that we the, our two defensive linemen went to the two teams in the Super Bowl. You got to be happy for that. You do. Cause, so, I mean, dude, I mean, there'll be immediate impact on good teams. Coburn's gonna be good for I mean, probably 15, 20 snaps a game. Probably. Yeah, I could see it happening. Ajomo, I think Ajomo. Honestly, he might just need to slim down a little bit. Yeah, probably. Or he just might or need f- find a role to be in. Yeah, for sure. Because he's uh, at this point, Jomo's more of a big boy body than anything else. I'm but you're happy with. for Coburn. He's gonna be behind Chris Jones, who uh, was he the defensive player of the year last year? I think he he is was he yeah. is. But Jones also getting old. Yeah, but he's I mean that's a mentor right there that can you know t- turn you into a great player. Yeah, you gotta be happy for him with that. I mean, we gotta shout that like just Texas defensive players are ending up in great positions too. Seriously, yeah. yeah I mean, this is a good. It's a great spot for Texas to be in. Or yeah, for, I especially agree. a good a good year for the Big Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, big, a lot of Big 12 got the drafted. Big, the Big 12 had an awesome draft class. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty sick. I liked it. Well, anything well, else from the draft that you want to talk about? That's all I got. I think that's it for me. Um, I think we're going to move swiftly over to the NBA playoffs. Swiftly. Yes. Swiftly. swiftly. We're now in the second round. There is a lot of fun stuff going on right I will, now. I won the first round. Yeah, you did win the first I round. I won the first that round. That is true. I'll, yeah, I baby. I admit that. Um, <laughs> I hate you. Um, Let's go. But... Some interesting series going on. Miami, New York is tied at one, but we haven't even seen Jimmy Butler yet in the series, and they're going back to Miami. No, no, he played game one. Oh, he did play game one? He okay, played game one, then he had like an ankle injury. Sorry, sorry, that's played correct. Played like the last yeah. eight minutes, yeah. That's correct. No. But didn't play yesterday. One and one, but he's coming back for home home games, and I mean, this the Heat team has a chance to, to get really ahead and just, just win the series. Can I say something bold? Sure. Heat and five. Heat and five. You're Heat thinking five. they take the rest? Dude, yesterday... Or, oh, I'm sorry, it was two days ago when the – no, it was yesterday the game. When, uh, like, everybody's getting on their feet and Brunson just hit that tough shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's standing on their feet and cheering. And they'd cut – camera cut to Jimmy. And he was just sitting there smiling. That's right, yeah. He, he, was, he, looking, he, he was just cold. He was looking smiling. Nah. A healthy Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. This thing's done. He's got that mama mentality. No. Jimmy Butler is, like I'm, – I'm so sad we took a week off. Because we need to stop for one second just to appreciate – how amazing yes, his agree. Boston series was. Just, or, I'm sorry, his, his Milwaukee yes, series yeah, yeah. was. His Milwaukee what a, series. Just a crazy, crazy player in the playoffs. Turns, turns into a whole different guy when the, when the pressure's high. And you got to give it to him. There's few players in the NBA that feels like they want to win more than he does. I agree. And he's just got that winner's mentality, which you have to, you have to give him so much props for. And, I, you know, I've been critical of the Heat team, but players like Caleb Martin have stepped up. Yep. And, I, you know, I'm very critical of Bam Adebayo. But, honestly... Not been bad. I'll, I'll say it. He's been pretty good for them. So. No, yeah, he's. I mean, the Heat themselves have had a really decent playoffs. They lost. They lost in overtime. They lost Lowry and Adebayo, and they still mm-hmm. closed out Milwaukee. Yeah. So and it's. Phoenix it's, are still in it. 
We have to give them that. We do. I'm surprised the Knicks are playing this well. If yeah. we're, I, didn't, I didn't think they were this Jaylen good. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle are having good playoffs, and it, it really does come down to... Hey, RJ Barrett, too. Honestly, I'm glad you said that. He's not I, having yeah. a bad playoff. He's, like, he's not. He's not. That's a good point. I, he's actually averaging more than Julius Randle in the playoffs, which I wouldn't have expected, but... I mean, it is as far as Brunson can carry this team. I do think it's going to have to be when those Game 5, Game 6, Game 7s come out. Yep. He's going to be the big X factor of just scoring as many points as possible. I do love Josh Hart. He's getting a lot of recognition now. Yeah, he the is. The Villanova boys. Because he's just... he. I love the how many Villanova re- I love boys. How many rebounds this guy gets. For, he's, what, 6'5", averaging 8.5 rebounds? 6'4". Like, that's crazy for, for a guard. So Yeah. The rotation's a lot better than it used to be for the Knicks, but I do I do agree with you. I think the Heat team is better right now. I agree. I mean, I think it was. I mean, if you had told me that four months ago that the Knicks and Heat would be playing for a chance in the Eastern Conference Finals, you'd call me crazy. <laughs> never would have believed it. No. I I can't believe that how easily the New York Knicks dismantled the, the Cavs. Yeah. yeah and yeah. how easily they shut them down and showed all their weaknesses. Yeah. I mean that. I, I'm never a big New York fan, a big New York Knicks guy. But their defense is actually really impressive. Mm, yes, that's no, a good point. Their yeah. defense is very impressive. So. And you wouldn't expect that from a team with Julius Randle as one of their bigs, but Mitchell Robinson, X-factor for that team. Oh, yeah. Very unsung hero. Oh, yeah. But good time to be a good good time to be a New York fan. Mm-hmm. Good uh-huh. time. Well, uh, Philly versus Boston, the other Eastern Conference matchup going on. First game was yesterday, or two days ago. Two, two days, days ago, ago, and... James Harden, man, without Embiid, looking like old James Harden of old, dropping 45. And the game winner. And the game winner. And the game winner with 12 seconds On up. the Celtics. Just ice in his veins. It shows that he can still do it. That even though he's in this more condensed role, he's still got it in him. Celtics did play bad. The defense was a little bit, you know, lifts like be desired without Embiid. Because yeah. with Embiid out and Paul Reed in, that's a lot of points that you're leaving, like, on the table, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And... They still lost, even without the MVP just announced recently, Joel Embiid playing against them. Hey, who did you do? Did you want him to get it? I wanted him to get it. I don't think I cared who got it. I was fine with either of the top three. I think I said... I, I, I only think, saw him or Jokic win it. Yeah, I, yeah, Giannis ended up behind. I saw one guy didn't even put Jokic in their top five. In the really? Movie. Crazy. What an so idiot. dumb. What an idiot. But yeah. yeah, James Harden, great game. Tyrese Maxey went for 26, like pretty efficiently apart from the three-point shooting. And the Celtics... It's it's looking meek right now because they're yeah. just yeah it is that's they wait, look meek is such a good way to be <laughs> yeah they just don't look as strong as they should be no nope. they don't look like the team that was playing in the regular season I I don't know what's going on but I don't know Brown and Tatum have been playing well but they, they there's got to be something new with them it's just Brown and Tatum though mm-hmm. like Al Horford Brogdon no, had a good game I'll give him that no offense to Horford his age is showing really bad yeah in this playoffs. Yeah, yeah and that's gonna be tough when he has to guard Embiid when he was on the court the plus minus was seventeen with him out there. God. For in the negative, it's crazy. yeah. I mean, their whole starters were negative. It was only their bench that was positive. Yeah, and, I mean, but that's not saying much when you're going against Philly's bench, which is already down Embiid, mm-hmm. which means Paul Reed has to come in. And you know, George Niang was positive for the Sixers, but the other <laughs> two weren't. Nice. I, yeah, uh, this it looks to me like Sixers Heat is right now a favorite to be, obviously because the series are, are this way. But Sixers Heat maybe maybe our Eastern Conference Final, which I think so. I think entertaining, you're right. entertaining it would be. Jimmy Butler versus an old team that kind of did him wrong, that hasn't really had success since he left. He could be their gatekeeper to go back to his next championship since the bubble. Yeah, it's just gonna be crazy. I, I like what you said about Boston because man, I don't feel good about them right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't. I felt bad, but I mean they've lost three in a row now. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. They lost three, three, of their, their three of their last four. They went up 3-0 and decided to let the Hawks crawl back and get another two games yeah. out of them, which is insane. Three of their last five. Three of their they, last they five. Did, that's right. They did win that one you thought. But, yes, they have a losing record recently against the Hawks and the I mean, you the lost, Sixers. You lost to a Hawks list of Dante Murray and a Sixers list of Joel Embiid. Yep. That's that's crazy. Here's the thing: I do still think the series could be a seven gamer. I know oh, it doesn't look easily. good. No, but easily this, it the could. Celtics team is still so talented. They have one of just the best one through seven, one through eight, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. Uh, thankfully, Grant Williams doesn't get minutes anymore. That bum. Um, he is a bum. I'm glad you acknowledge <laughs> Grant that. Williams haters over here. Uh, yeah, Eastern Conference is spicy though. Interesting. Eastern right Conference now. is fun. I'm liking it. Eastern Conference is fun. I. Oh yeah, let's let's we, let's hear your predictions. You didn't give a Knicks prediction either. Um, what do you got? Yeah. I'll go Heat and six. Heat you said six. five. I think the Knicks do take one more game. Okay. But I'll take I'll take Heat and six, Sixers and seven. Uh, I think I'm going to have to take Boston 7. Okay. I, yeah, take Boston. yeah, I think I'm going to have to take Boston 7. This is just... It's just too talented of a team. However, 
Joel Embiid should be good to go game two. And should be ready to be full. He hasn't really played fully to his strength this playoffs because he didn't need to against the Nets. I'm ready to see him go fully MVP mode. Full. I, I'm just thinking a prime Harden performance and an MVP. Yeah. That's tough, man. That's that, tough. that is going to be yep. really tough to beat. That's there's, there's momentum swings in sports are the biggest thing. Especially, I feel, in basketball momentum swings can do anything. This one's huge. And this episode won't go out into, uh, until we're recording on Wednesday, until after Wednesday. But apparently, yeah. as of today, game time decision to play. But it, he is on track to play against the Celtics tonight. Eight hours ago, it was said that. Shams set, tweeted that out. So, I mean, we'll if Shams said it, yeah, yeah got to no. make you feel good. Also, I don't know if you all saw the video, but Harden gave him a multi-million dollar Rolex. Did he actually for winning the championship or for winning for winning? Good MVP. for him. That's that's cool. Cool teammate. No, Harden was the first guy to get up and hug him. Oh no, Har- yeah. Harden. From what I've heard, people in Philadelphia love like they're he's he's become a he's definitely like since he left Brooklyn. Houston or in Brooklyn definitely. Yeah, he's he's turned it around. I mean, I I was really happy. I mean, I I used to love like. Back in the day when I used to have hope for basketball, <laughs> watching him and Kawhi Leonard like yeah, four, four, time, four times a year was so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Just but, let everyone know that this forty-five point performance was traded for Ben Simmons. Nice, <laughs> nice. Damn. <laughs> Wait, that was too real. <laughs> Yo, yeah. sorry, Nets fans. Well, yeah. Western Conference. <laughs> That's awesome. That's crazy. Western, Western Conference. One Denver. Of, one of them's already over. Uh, we're saying that they got Phoenix dead in the water. Well, my my ball knowledge right now is really <laughs> being tested because I had Phoenix losing to the Bucks in the finals, and now it looks like neither of them are even going to the conference finals. Suns just look. I think I think I did have Phoenix going the finals too. Uh, I just don't know yeah. what's happening. Like what what's going on, dude? Kevin Durant's not playing great, dude. This is awesome. Dude, DeAndre Ayton is such a fraud. <laughs> such a fraud. Well, I've been done on that. Yeah, yeah. They should have let him go to Indiana. I'm just. Dude, this right here, Kevin Durant's legacy is about to get tarnished yeah. if they don't pull this together. I mean, this hurts Durant so bad. So I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. Oh, a, Booker, <laughs> guys, a lock for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, mm, such a sight to behold. But that first game, game one, didn't pay attention at all. I was on a boat, got distracted. <laughs> guys, it's been a rough three days. Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of boats. Uh, then they lost by eighteen. One twenty-five to one hundred seven. And Jamal Murray is just cooking right now. Dude, he's just destroying he, he's, he's, he's bubble Jamal Murray. Bubble Jamal Murray. I mean, to be fair, this is the first time Jamal Murray's been healthy since the bubble. Yeah, man, ready so, in the playoffs. So we now know what this team's, like, full potential is, and it's nasty. But, I mean, Jokic scored 39 the day after Murray's put up th- – was it 34 from Murray? Murray put up so 34 both of them can do it. And, and this game, Murray shot 3 for 15. They still, they still beat the Suns. And, yeah. like, not handily, but by 10 points. And the Suns – I mean, this defense of the Nuggets is crazy, and – Something that I saw on Twitter, I wish I could give credit to this person because I think it was NBA University on Twitter was saying that the reason people shouldn't be have been doubting the Nuggets this year is that if you look at their team last year, who was playing in these playoff series compared to this season, I mean, it's night and day. When they lost to the Warriors, they were running out guys like Will Barton, Monte Morris, Bones Highland, DeMarcus Cousins, oh. Austin Rivers. Like, these guys aren't playing right now. Austin Rivers Will, is a bum. Will Barton couldn't get minutes on the Wizards this year. Monty Morris is a mediocre point guard. DeMarcus Austin Cousins Rivers, is out of the league. DeMarcus Cousins is out of the league. Jamichael Green is like, I think he's not playing on the Warriors, actually. Bryn Forbes. Bryn Forbes got no minutes on, but the, on the Bucks. They didn't yeah. have MPJ or Jamal Murray last year. So it kind of makes sense why Jokic and them didn't win against the future team that won the whole thing. Now, with you know Bruce Brown, KCP, Michael Porter Jr., <laughs> Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is a goat. Love him to death. No Aaron, assists. Aaron Gordon. No assists. Aaron Gordon's still yeah. playing well. I mean, just it's 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 looking it's looking meek for the uh, the Western Conference. I'll use the word again. It's looking rough. Yeah, it's looking I mean, rough for the rest of the teams. Denver's got them dead in the water, dude. Denver's got them exactly where they want, and I don't. I mean, Phoenix does have a really good home atmosphere. They do. Yeah, but it's and they got to show up for these games. It's gonna take a lot yes. to come out of this series. Agreed. It's it's gonna be tough because all, all you're saying now is that. All Denver has to do is win two of their next four games. Mm-hmm. Which, which they, they can do. They've done all season. I mean, two of their next, yeah. Yeah, two of yeah, their next well, five. No, two of their next five, yeah. 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 All so, Denver has to do is win two out of five games. And apparently Kevin Durant, Durant's going to appear in a Call of Duty multiplayer game. Wow, that's Interesting. crazy. Interesting. Thank you, ESPN. Um, what is, yeah, I mean, Durant just has had a poor, poor playoff performance. I mean, He was very good that first round. He's had poor recently, shooting. I mean, that, them only putting up 87 points in a playoff game is just dreadful. That's awesome. Uh, that's so cool. So, I mean, it's funny. But, I, yeah, Suns still have a chance, but 
like if they're gonna play like this, this might just be a sweep. Uh, like, yeah, I, I think I'm ready to call it a sweep. If if it's if this is how it's gonna go, then yeah. You're calling it a sweep? Yeah. That is bold. That's they're really just, bold. They just aren't shooting. No. Nah. 92% from three. I mean, Feels yeah. like Texas basketball. Hey, we don't have a <laughs> nice. team anymore. Uh, Screw you, Ron Holland. Um, <laughs> loser. Yeah, we'll talk about that one day. Don't want to think about that right now. Yeah. But um, I mean, Denver. I mean, this is the team that you're. I'm favored to win the championship now. Ah, uh, yeah. They don't, look like the strongest team. Don't get me wrong. I'm a LeBron lover till the day I die. <laughs> yeah, but you're Pookie. A Lakers team is not beating this team in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I agree. So, we'll see. Well, Denver, though. I got Denver in... I'm actually going to say that Phoenix is going to pick up a few. I'm going to say Denver in six. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to say Denver in six, yeah. Now, Lakers-Warriors. Probably the most competitive first game we saw. It was saw. an awesome first game. Yeah, Great awesome first, first game. game. Um, I, I mean, Lakers edged it out. Five-point win, and it was, I don't know, it didn't feel like there was one, what I like to say, it didn't feel like there was just one guy carrying them. It felt like the team definitely won this together. Schroeder had some clutch free throws. They had a lot of free throws, yeah. which uh, people were mad about, but it's just because they attacked the basket more. Um, what, are you, what are your feelings on the Warriors right now? I mean, if you didn't get that vintage Seth Curry 50-point performance in the Game 7 mm-hmm. just to get out of the first round, you're not there. Yeah. I mean, Sacramento, you know, they really took the Warriors to a fight game seven. They they really gave a tough love. But, I I mean, I'm saying it, dude. I've got LA winning the series. I do. I do. Like, I know that I know they're this, the champions. And, but Steph and Clay and Draymond, their their chapter's coming to a close. In the next, yeah. year, in the next year or two, it's going to end. Well, if end. Jordan Poole's going to take logo shots to tie the game, then. It's, yeah. it's always going to be. I mean, you saw that 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 mm-hmm. awful like. Yeah. Like Darvin Ham was so happy when he threw that shot up because pool. If you look at the stat line, the game wasn't bad. Twenty one six assists, seven plus minus seven, in, in the positive. Sorry, but it just was not not a right. He was not the guy to take that last shot. Mm-hmm. It should have been Curry. And, and Poole was also made a non-factor in the Sacramento series. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he was completely and, taken and out. So it seems like he can pick it up a little bit just based on the Lakers are playing. But it's going to need to be another Steph Curry performance. Clay Thompson did score a lot. Not the best shooting. I just think I need more from Andrew Wiggins is the big thing for me. Yeah. I think we're going to need to see him step on the defensive side because he's going to have to guard LeBron a lot. And I want him to take. I want him to take more shots. I want him to drive more. Like you know, Curry's going to take your most shots no matter what. I want Wiggins to be that second guy. I think he can I agree. be an X factor for the series. I mean, the Lakers are they get, They didn't even have to win that first game. If I would not, I mean, I've been, I wouldn't find if the Lakers hadn't won that first mm-hmm. game. But that was big steal. Huge. No, that was a steal game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. LeBron's rolling out with, I mean, Rui, your boy, mm-hmm. did not yeah, have a bad Rui. performance today. I mean, Jared Vanderbilt is actually, yes, he had a poor shooting. Jared Vanderbilt is him. He, doesn't, he, need to, he doesn't score he as provides, He provides so much defensive value. Actual Dennis Rodman. Him and Anthony Davis just makes for such a fearsome Yeah, fearsome and, and that, it's so hard when the Warriors, obviously they don't try to attack the rim anyway, but there's just no chance. Like, I mean, they're just fully nullified when Davis and Vanderbilt are there. You're also just it, getting no reboards at all. Yeah, no yeah, rebounds rebound. at all. I mean, Davis had 23 boards. Yeah, it's and crazy. the Lakers had... So, so did Looney, to be fair. But it's like, man, it's hard with those guys out there. And the Lakers had 13 offensive rebounds yesterday. Crazy. I mean, it's going to be tough, dude. You know what? It's going to be tough. I'm still taking the Warriors in six. I got Lakers in six. Dang. All right, that's, that's yeah. our first, like, full split... Right. Yeah, even. we did split. Yeah, I got Lakers in six, dude. We split the West. Well, no, we did. We did have seven for the Boston series. Yeah. We, we we switched on that. But yeah, I'm excited. These four teams are, or these eight teams are very fun. Last eight teams, which I wish Sacramento could be here. Um, I wish Sacramento could be there instead of the Knicks. If somehow you could transport them cool. to play against the kid or the Heat, but uh, after that, I I mean, I can't ask for more from this playoffs. I, I was, this has been an awesome playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you also got to give some love to the NHL as well. Mm-hmm. Quick shout out to the NHL. We've been watching a lot of stars. We've watched so much hockey. Yeah. We've watched so much hockey. It's been a lot, but I mean, I Joe got... Pavelski. I love the stars, though. Yeah. Big Dallas stars guy over shout here. Shout out to Dallas. Boston Bruins. Here's what I'm going to poise to you as a legacy question. The Boston Bruins, after, after breaking the NHL record... For most wins in a single season, losing the first round. It's like embarrassing. I, I made the argument that this was more embarrassing and more legacy than the Warriors blowing a 3-1. Because you didn't even make it to the championship. You lost in the first round. You didn't even make it to the championship. See, it's tough 
No, because they did blow a 3-1 lead, I think you're they, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's more embarrassing. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you're never going to forget this. Yeah, no, that's actually, you know what? I'll give that to you. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, what a collapse from them. David Pasternak, bum. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's, he's, he's one of the best players in the league. But I don't, we don't know enough about hockey to fully go in-depth on it. But I, I think you're on the right track. That's definitely, it's, I don't know how you can be doing that as what was the best team in the yeah. league? But we've started to watch a lot more hockey. Yeah, so that's good. Playoff hockey is when I get into it. So yeah, we'll we'll maybe have some for you online hockey content. Yeah, I got, I got one more thing to shut up yeah. for the end of the episode. The Memphis Grizzlies have informed Dylan Brooks yes, yes, that he yes. will not be brought back under any circumstances. <laughs> I mean, who's going to take him? I don't know. I think what's going to happen is he's going to go to a team like the Rockets. He's yeah. going to say, "I'm going to get my stock up with a bad team, get some empty empty buckets and empty minutes, and help them tank." Now, Brooks is a bomb. <laughs> he goober. He called LeBron an old man. <laughs> and then got destroyed. And LeBron just ended the dude's life. <laughs> like, and I think the biggest thing, too, is I don't even know what NBA team would want him. Because he declined to speak to media every single, every single game after he said that. Right after he said that, and LeBron came up to him and informed him, like, you know, like, respect your elders, you know? Yeah. I just... I can't believe you tarnished the king, and I'm so glad my precious Lee King did that. <laughs> Here, let me give you some stats. Dylan Brooks was taking 13 shots a game, scoring 10 points on 31% field goal percentage, oh seven threes a game, making less than two a game, which is good for 24%. <laughs> Not even shooting efficiently from the free throw. Of, of their four main scorers, he was the worst. His defense is obviously where it gets, so it's helpful, but it wasn't like he was making enough of an impact that mm-hmm. you cared. Nope. I mean, he was just awful, taking, taking so many shots a game and missing all of them. Uh, yeah. Give those shots to Xavier Tillman and Tyus Jones. Or Santi Aldama, my goat. But and, I think that's... And the craziest part? They finished last in the Pacific this year. The Lakers? Yeah. yeah. The Lakers yeah. finished last in the Pacific. And... They're the team making it out. They went from a playing team to a team that could be playing in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Crazy scenes from the Lakers. God, I love, love to basketball. See it. Hey, yeah. the Heat are also doing the same thing. Facts. Heat are won five of their first six games. It's the first ever eight seed to do that. God, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean... I love it. <laughs> this I is, love it. This is an awesome NBA basketball. Basketball is great right now. Basketball is great. The vibes are high. The energy is high. And I think that's all we got for today. I think that is. All right. Yeah. No silly shit. Sorry, guys. I got to no. get to work. Evan's got to get to work today, y'all. But we did get – oh, we talked a long time. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, well. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk to y'all next week. We'll be back yeah. next week with another episode. Maybe we'll try to do some couple mini episodes throughout the summer mm-hmm. as well. Little 20-minute ones. Because we got a lot to say about a lot of different things. Yes, definitely. But for me, I'm signing off, and this is Jacob. This is Evan. All right. Y'all have a good evening.